Conti and I'm Christina Conti Pineda and we're the Conti sisters and we're just we're thrilled to be back how's the day going Christina oh <laughs> it's, it's been going well. it's going it's no it's going it's been great. a frustrating it's day going for great. me yeah it's been a frustrating two days for me mm. um it's been it's really funny because so for the past few months we've gotten honestly beautiful and incredible feedback mm-hmm. and we've onboarded some of the most spectacular clients that yes. I've I think we've ever worked with yes I agree yeah I, I agree. think that we've really like the people we've that been we're working just with even right now more selective on who we take on yeah. and it's and it shows and it shows mm-hmm. but it's really funny because the past two days like I just got finished with a caustic meeting of somebody who wanted to work with us and just came in super defensive Mm. and like nobody force nobody forces you to come to a matchmaker's office like you reach out to us like and I totally understand it's kind of coming from a place of insecurity but it was like wanting also the world where like it just the Mm. the expectations were just so unrealistic right and this was like yesterday I had a meeting similar yeah but the woman came in and she literally like listed out eight million things that needed to be in her future husband and I just had to tell both these women like this is not and I say it in the nicest way possible but I'm like this is not realistic I'm like I've never even met a guy that fits that fits like seven of those qualities and we're professional matchmakers so we've we've met met thousands of men and like I've never met a human being that has all those qualities so it's just I think that it's it's one thing to have standards absolutely you 100% should with values and the most important things yeah, but it's another you're thing. You're just really self-sabotaging yourself. Yeah, if you if you want not only a man who is emotionally available and um, spiritual, but not too reli- not religious mm. because they can't do this, but also needs to make at least a million dollars a year, have um, multiple homes, have like it's just and uh, at the same yeah. time want to date you. Like at, yeah. at the like, right so no it's true. Like, like, are you on the cover of a magazine? Like, right. and even then, it doesn't even matter who you are. These he doesn't exist. Right. And I and I literally broke it down and I said, listen, you can. We work with amazing, incredible, successful, professional men, but um, but they're not perfect. And I said, and and if you're coming in, and she was just so anyway, you guys, it's been a it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Um. 
Yeah. But but it honestly like just knowing the people that we are working with like right. I'm just and so just excited. Some, exactly. They're so lovely. Sometimes it's just not a good fit for Yeah, for and I'm people, and I'm very and honest. <laughs> exactly. And people are like, "Oh, do you do you accept everybody?" No. Oh. <laughs> no, but I'll tell them very kindly. This is just not the right fit. Right. But anyway, so you guys were excited to be back. Our monthly podcast. Mm-hmm. Now that we're monthly, we feel better about not having to apologize. Exactly. Um, and I wanted to introduce our first segment, and it's a brand new segment, oh. and it's called "We Can't Help But Wonder." You know, like from Carrie Bradshaw, we couldn't help but wonder. And I couldn't help but wonder. Oh, I see. But we can't help but wonder because that is more proper English. Mm -hmm. Anyway, in our rebranded segment, We Can't Help But Wonder, we discuss the top relationship-related stories and situations happening in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. That's yeah. That's good. That's exactly what we're doing here. Exactly, it's not right? Just about celebrities. Yeah, it's because it's, it's not. No, yeah. it's not. But, that's great. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but our our first um, story is a bachelor moment. But Christina, I will. So you guys, I think that last week or the week before, I was talking to you about how I stopped watching The Bachelor. Um, and it was the first time in years that I stopped watching. Well, I am now here to um, I'm now here to announce that I have officially started watching The Bachelor again. I binged it last week, like bless me, or the week before and last week. I am all caught up. I am I am just I'm shook to my very core. And I'm loving every moment of it. What inspired you to get back into back in the game? You know, I I, my, I know I know. So my Bachelor girls that I that I used to like live text during mm-hmm. during the Bachelor, mm-hmm. um, specifically one of my girlfriends, Megan. Um, she just was like, "Are you watching?" And I just felt like a part of me was missing. Um, so. <laughs> So I said, you know what, let me give it a chance. And you know what? It was, it's, it's been one of my favorite decisions of 2020. Um, but anyway, so I want to, so even if you don't watch The Bachelor, this is actually a really fascinating um, situation that happened mm-hmm. on this season. And this is a spoiler alert. So if you guys haven't seen this latest episode, don't listen, pause right now. But if you have, Just wonderful. Over. You can still listen if, to the rest of the podcast. Yeah, but if you but. haven't, if you haven't, um, even seen The Bachelor, it's still really interesting. So Madison is one of the girls that's vying for Peter Weber, Pilot Pete's heart. And um, we're at Fantasy Suites now, okay? Christina's oh, favorite portion gosh. of it. So Madison <laughs> is a Christian young woman. Mm-hmm. And um, she's talked to Peter a bit about her faith, but kind mm-hmm. of just has scratched the surface and just said, like, it's a really big part of her. It's, like, who she is. Oh, And he good. met his family. Or she met her family. She met his family, mm-hmm. and he met her family, actually, as well. Um, wait, she met his family. Oh, he met her family, yes. And um, so before the fantasy suites, um, Madison told Peter that she didn't know if she would be able to continue with him if he was physical with other women, with women during the fantasy suites week. Mm. Um yeah, mm. so she, like, pulls and him she aside. Had already, he, he knew that, that was off the table for her. Well, I don't think he – this is the thing. Oh. He didn't – she never said to him, 
I'm saving myself for marriage. And she lightly talked about her faith. Lightly. And Peter's a Christian, but Peter's like a, he's a, he's a holiday Christian. And he said, I'm really willing and excited to like grow in my faith and like grow closer to God. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm excited for that. And I'm not perfect. And I've never really delved into that, but I'm super open to that. Like, and I want to be the leader in the family of like a God, you know, a Christian family. Mm -hmm. So, he seemed really open to it but she never spelled out that I am a virgin and I am waiting for marriage to have sex and they had never had a discussion about physical intimacy and what it meant to her yes but she did tell him very quickly right before like right before right after the rose ceremony she's like can I pull you aside a second and then she said hey so I just (laughs) if you do sleep with someone I don't know if I could move forward with it so that's what she she said then she put it on the table she put it on the table but she didn't expect okay yeah anyway he then is physical with at least one of the other women and he does tell her um and she was the third bachelorette date she was the third date um and then she she is like devastated and she goes home yeah so we can't help but wonder is it okay to voice physical expectations when you're dating someone christina i think the best way to do that is through getting to know the person, not immediately. I've had bachelorettes who have said it immediately and it was just too much too soon. This You don't know if it, a first date's going to go past a first date and why put all of that on something that could just be meeting for an hour or two. I think as you progress in the relationship and you get to know each other's values, you'll learn what that person's values are and then at the right time listen to the holy spirit inside of you you'll know when the right time it is to bring it up that's totally that's what i did that's what i date coach all of our bachelors and bachelorettes who are facing this challenge and i think that's the best way of doing it i love that christina i completely agree um i will say that it, I think that within the first few dates, like on a first date, I think that talking about anything physical is just, it's a red flag because if a guy is bringing up something physical, that's a red flag. Yes. Or if he's like trying to get physical with you on a first date, definitely a red flag. Yeah. Um, and then if a girl brings it up, exactly. It's just, it feels premature when you don't actually know you know, where, where the relationship is going, like you said. And that is, honestly, it is an intimate part of who a person is. Yeah. So you don't need to share that with just everybody. Exactly. Like, if you are saving yourself, that's beautiful. But, um, but even if, like, you, so I think that it's really important to, within the first, like, three or four dates, to make um to make your physical boundary clear so Mm. i think that Mm -hmm. it's like i know when i date coach bachelorettes and what our company policy is you are not allowed to have sex until you're in a exclusive monogamous relationship at the minimum so i think that especially in modern 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 coaches nightmare as matthew kelly would say or like just in modern culture i think it is important to um, if like if a guy is just trying to you know if you feel like okay you're making out and I think it is important to be like listen I wouldn't I won't I, I'm you know I'm not like the physical thing I only sleep I will only um, 
I'm only like uh you, how whatever you however whatever you your thing it. is right. like I only um exactly like yeah yeah I'm I'm mincing my words here but just like kind of putting it out there and saying like I'm really excited to keep getting to know you but I'm not you know I it takes me like it's going to take a lot for me to be physical I'm not just looking for that I'm looking for like my person so I think it is important to voice that. Right, um, right, yeah. And then also just, and you know, but and by and, and whether it be like, I won't, I won't until it's an exclusive relationship or you're my boyfriend or until we're engaged or until we're married. I, I do think that once you've been through either three, four, five dates, things maybe are escalating a little bit. I think it is important to just put it on the table because then he can also decide, he or she can decide if, this is the relationship that they want to if they're okay with that right and if they are wonderful and if not you know a man's rejection is god's protection it's so. true i think that's great advice all sandra thank you mm-hmm. thanks so much christina mm-hmm. that's why they pay me the big bucks <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i wish <laughs> No, I don't. No. Oh, my God. We do. That's such a loaded. Anyway. Okay. Yes. So, Christina, do you want to read the next one? Oh, interesting. With the Democratic primaries coming up, people are truly feeling the burn. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help but wonder, should people care about politics when they are dating? Can a Republican and a Democrat have a successful relationship, or are they doomed? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh what do you think christina are they doomed i always say i do not ask the politics question I, on if i'm ever i know you people. never do and yeah. it's always left blank yeah because i don't i don't want that because <sighs> people have so many things that are dividing them this is one additional thing that <sighs> is that a lot of people... It makes my job so much harder, though. Really? Yeah, when I look at a profile that doesn't have that in there, it is something that I match when I'm matchmaking. Yeah. It's something that I look at. Because I think I we hear need to you, know... But... We need to know, like, somebody could be a staunch, gun-toting Republican, Trump supporter, like, really, like, on that side. But then someone could be, like, super, like... gender neutral pronoun type you learn this in other ways through the interview that's why I guess for me I'm I'm very just attuned to if someone has more of a conservative mindset or a more um, liberal mindset whatever (laughs) the if you what distinctions we're using through the rest of their interview it's going to come out and usually if it's that important to someone they will say it yeah that's true they will that's say true. that and i'll know even from some catholic bachelors they will say it yeah that i say want yeah. a woman who's conservative yeah. and who's or jewish Jew, a lot of jewish bachelors exactly well. jewish Jew. and that's we why tend it to always with, comes up yeah. naturally in yeah. my opinion i don't think there's a need to really get nitty-gritty with it that's why i don't i don't ask that question but I think it is something that is a, it's part of the puzzle. It's part a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure that you're with someone who shares your values. That's yeah. important. But I get the values from so many other places than asking someone a potentially volatile question, yeah. which it is. Asking, it is very volatile. I don't know, though, because I feel like a lot of times when I ask the question, like, it, 
people don't know what they're talking yeah, about either. Yeah, it's just so lately, I, oh, think, I don't want someone who voted for this person, and it's just yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's so oh. annoying. Oh, it is. Oh. I just that's why I don't ask it because I just yeah, get annoyed. You get triggered. <laughs> it's a trigger question <laughs> for Christina. Yeah, she's triggered. Why? I mean, <laughs> no, and I I think that I think that there is definitely something to be said for just you know that. It is a big deal. It is. Um, but I also think that, especially the way that politics are now, there are so many blurred lines in what the traditional Republican or the traditional Democrat are. Like, Bernie Sanders is not a traditional Democrat. Like, he is, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, Trump even isn't the traditional Republican. So, I think that a lot of people are kind of in more murky waters nowadays. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. And having lived in DC and having been in um, Young Politicians Club. Yes. So, oh my gosh, Christina. <gasps> we have to post that. No! <laughs> that is blackmail. You need to see it now. You've, you've brought it up. Can you tell them what it is? I was going through my high school senior yearbook last night. Oh. And I came to the Young Politicians group page and I see my sister's face blown <laughs> up going with this question, your big face just... My big well, face. It's all the picture is basically only your face. It's like it's literally my face, just in a perturbed in expression. A, right in a like literally like holding you, my like mouth open, like eyebrows up, like yeah. just looking wild. Yeah. It was that is so shady. Whoever put that in, literally the shade. How terrible is that? That is blackmail. So, so yeah, that was that was a rough one. Discovered a, an enemy from high school. I did. I you know here I thought you know. But I, I think that just I thought it was describes... so popular. <laughs> Little did I know. But that describes I had enemies on the yearbook committee. <laughs> that describes this question. It really the best. does. Let's move on. Okay, great. <laughs> So, the Netflix show, oh my gosh, you guys, if you have not seen this show, Love is Blind, you need to watch it immediately. And it's literally sweeping the nation. It is everywhere. Um, I'm obsessed, personally. Um, a quote that, so I'm in this um, Facebook group called Toast is Blind, and it's for this other podcast, The Morning Toast, um, and it's for people that watch this show, and like, clearly, this is a new hobby for me, so... <laughs> But um, one of the quotes is from Danielle F., this girl in the group. Um, Jessica's, Jessica's physical repulsion for Mark is the funniest thing I've ever seen on reality TV. So basically the – thank you, Danielle F., for that quote. It literally had me cackling. But um, basically the premise of this show is that they're testing the theory if love is blind. Mm. Hosted by Nick Lachey and – Nick and – oh, God, what's, who, is she, who is he married to? Vanessa – Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Oh gosh, who is that? Whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick and yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, he Vanessa Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, basically they have these two groups: a group of men, a group of women. 
and they like meet each other in these pods and they can't physically see each other face to face. They're basically just talking. Um, and they're, they're, it's just separated by like this lava lamp looking thing and they can't see each other. They're just talking. So it's purely based on what they're saying and they get really, really, really deep in the pods and they go on like multiple dates and wait, why is this bad? This is beautiful. Yeah, I I read the description of the show and I specifically did not watch it. Oh my gosh, (laughs) Christina, you are so negative. (laughs) You're such a negative Nancy. <laughs> no, because it sounds like a nightmare. It sounds Why? Ter- it's terrible. Then they're supposed to get married after this? Well, they get engaged in oh. the pods. And then they see, then I know this is a part that's a little wonky, but then they live together up until Ooh. they're supposed to get married. So they live together for like a month. Oh. And then they and then they are supposed to get married and they make the decision whether or not they want to actually get married in real life on the altar so it's like they either say yes or they say no and there's a very real chance that they could say no wow people are desperate (laughs) (laughs) christina but no it's really beautiful though because all these people that are going on they genuinely really want it seems as though they really want to find love and they do a lot of them really do fall in love but then like in real life obviously the things come up so we can't help but wonder after being matchmakers for almost nine years which is insane is love really blind what would we say (laughs) Do we think that love is blind? I'm going to refrain from using a curse word, but I'm just going to say no. <laughs> Before that, oh my I'm going to simplify it to no. Oh, okay. And I maybe I am cringing so much because I've date coached and actually been through a similar situation where bachelorettes or bachelors have been talking to someone Mm. for maybe a few months or weeks or just times when we know when AIM they had AIM and things like that on I did that and was Mm. talking to a man for a while this was when I was in high school a man a guy (laughs) he was like 12 high school and he was 13 no he was old he was in his late teens at that point but (laughs) <laughs> and then I met him and I was such a brat to him when I realized and we had all these I just kind of idolized him because I didn't see I just yeah. had one photo to go off of mm. and so it really and I've had bachelorettes who haven't met the guy before do the mm-hmm. same just really you can romanticize that's why I say texting you should not be texting that much you should be textually to a call should lead to seeing each other <clears throat> plus it's cute little things here and there throughout the day but not building a relationship through getting to know each other on a text, text. messages. Well, what about a phone call? It's like still what about same talking? Thing. You're it's, you yeah, you could, a lot of people have really attractive voices. Yeah, that's true. And like us. a huge part <laughs> but a huge part of a relationship is attraction and yeah. seeing how you that or that's why personal matchmaking is so important because you really see how you interact with someone in real life and see if there's chemistry. It's not just about the bullet points of yeah. the the grade report or whatever they call it of the person. Yeah, It's so much more than that. And you're really just – and that whole concept is very, just very wrong. 
very wrong. Wow, you're really against this. Yeah, well, to decide on the altar, to make them get engaged and live together, which is the best way to <clears throat> just create a double the amount of divorce rate. That's the cohabitation effect. Yeah, we're, just so you know, guys, we're against the whole living together yes. before you get married. Yes. Um, not not to shame anybody, but no, no. it's because of statistics, yeah. really, at the end of the day. Yeah, and um, other things. The cohabitation effect. Yeah, and look that up yeah, if you're interested. Dr. Meg J has an amazing um, study on it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, She wrote a book of it. Yeah. that she described it there, but you can also find it online if you just Google the cohabitation effect. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think that definitely to the clients that we work with, they would want, if we said, if we asked them the question, is love blind? They would say, absolutely not. I want somebody who looks like this, who is this, who is that, the other. But I will also say that there is something really beautiful about, um, about the process of this, not the things that we just talked about, but I think, I feel like they really did get, like they let these walls kind of come down more, but I also think they let the walls come down because they knew that they were being introduced to people who actually were invested in getting to know them and who wanted to find marriage and who were looking for marriage and looking for their person. So the conversations just, when you're in that headspace of, okay, I'm looking for my husband or I'm looking for my wife, I think that the conversations become a lot more meaningful. And I think though that that's why I think what we do works really well um, in matchmaking because I think that people are coming at it with just more a more level a, a level of seriousness. Of course, yes. Where they're like, okay, I'm meeting somebody who actually wants a relationship right. and who like you can get a bit deeper with. Because yeah. I think that a lot of times also in the dating culture that we're in, it is so physically driven. It is. And if it somebody is. walks in and you're not immediately wanting yes. to jump across the table and attack them and rip their clothing off, like women are programmed and men are programmed to think, oh, he's just not for you. Yeah. Like if you don't, like if you don't find him, like if you don't want to rip his clothing off on the date, you should just no. move on and try to find someone that you had. No, like, and I always say that a guy that is really good at dating is usually really bad at relationships. Mm -hmm. I think I say that, like, during every, almost every consultation that I do. It's true. Um, But anyway. You know, I see, Alessandra, that one positive thing you can pull is, and I think Helen Keller had said that the best things are felt with the, are felt inside, rather. She couldn't see so yeah. you can discern someone's character. Remember that horrible song? <laughs> Do the hell that, Yeah, that and was talk awful. with your hips. I know. Oh my god! I know, and it was just such a catchy rhythm. It was, so it was such a good bad. song, but so horrible. Bad. Yeah. Oh but gosh, just shame. To, to, for people maybe That's to see with the eyes yeah. of the heart. We yeah. can pull, I think our takeaway from this is to encourage people to start 
seeing with the eyes of the heart. Yeah, and let people unfold mm-hmm. instead of just judging them immediately. Right. Actually, that's what that's yeah, what Father Chidi was Father, saying. I, that resonated that, oh, with me that was so, so much. Like letting people unfold, unfold. because everyone in their just, oh, entirety, give them another chance. Yes, you should just give go. them another chance. Of like, course. how can you get to know someone in a high stress environment in less than two hours? Yeah, or even a few dates. You have to. You have to. You have to give you have them. To. Give the relationship time. If there's even a question in your mind, go out again. Go out again. Go, go out, out again. again. Beautiful. Okay, so now on to one of my favorite segments. Boy, bye. Bye, bye. As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. Every day we date coach <laughs> men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. In Boy, Bye, we debate different hot relationship trigger topics. First scenario, your boyfriend reveals to you that he has a debt. Boy, buy or strike one. Christina, what do you say to that? <clears throat> yes. Well, that's not ideal, but <laughs> but I would definitely figure out what kind of debt this is. Yeah, How like much is this? What, what is the extent? extent? How old is the person? Is the person just out of college? Is the person just done medical residency and hasn't been able to pay off the really expensive medical degree loans that he has had to take take out. So I w- it's really different. Debt is different for everyone. everyone. And I would also encourage people to, uh, when they get to a certain point in the relationship, to be open about finances mm-hmm. and know what each other, what, what the truth is and the facts are, because that can help you either build your future together or maybe someone is just so far from what you would want for your future family and the timeline that you have that it's not going to work but yeah I I, that's 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 I'm gonna leave it at that I honestly can't even say anything else like I think it's just I think it's the extent I don't think it's a boy buy unless it's something where they're like deeply 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 in debt, yeah, and, and what they are have these no debts intention. From? Yeah, like what, what are, are these? these debts? Gambling they have debts? Exact. Oh my yeah, gosh, that exactly. is a boy buy. That is like a boy if buy. somebody has like mm-hmm. thousands upon thousands of dollars in gambling debt, you know that obviously there's a bigger problem. Yes. So a lot of times debt that is bigger than an, an average amount. Um, that does is in a school loan. Yeah, is in a school loan, but that is an indicator that something else may be going on. Yeah, and I'd pay attention <clears throat> any, if anything's gambling related. Yeah, there might be a so lot sad. more that he's hiding. He or she is hiding yeah. from you because it is an addiction. It is really. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. It is one of those addictions that can get that can really get you. It gets really good people. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it's just something that if. You know, you need you do both need to be really honest with what you're working with, and also have a vision of your future. And exactly, it's one of the it's one of the pieces of the puzzle, like you said, Christina. It's mm-hmm. like there are a lot of pieces of the puzzle that make for a compatible match, and that's one of them. Yep. You know, and then for certain people, financial. Um, finances will be a more a bigger piece of the puzzle than other people, mm-hmm. and also depending on where you live and like yes, and what you do, and what you do. If you want to work, or if you want to raise a child, if you want to be a stay-at-home mom, or whatever yeah. your or stay-at-home dad, stay-at-home dad. Right. <laughs> These are all things that you have to yeah. think about. 
Remember when I was down for having a house husband? Yes. Oh, how times have changed. <laughs> Next scenario. It's been a few months of dating. You're now exclusive and you're experiencing anxiety. Boy bye or strike one. Alessandra, why don't you take this one? I mean, I think that any time, I think that it's really interesting because I think that a lot of times men are the only ones that are kind of branded with having like commitment phobia Mm. but I think that women really suffer from it as well oh yes this is a great point yes Mm -hmm. like men are not the only ones who are horrified of commitment but I think that you know there are definitely if it's something and I feel like you always say this if it's something that passes, that's mm, great. But yes. if it's something that is just lingering in a, in a way that is affecting kind of your daily life, that is something that you want to pay attention to. Um, but I mean, right, right. Yeah. So I would say it's, it is though, this is the thing. It's normal to experience anxiety when you are thinking seriously about somebody and about your future. It is normal. It would be weird if you didn't. Mm -hmm. And, And then if you don't, it's also an indicator that you are kind of going in with rose colored goggles. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing that there are any issues. There are always going to be issues. And some people are more prone to anxiety than others. So obviously you're going to experience that. So just, it's normal, I would say. Um, But at the same time, you know, if it is something that is really like what is it? Debilitating. Debilitating. That's a different story. It's it's important to pay attention to. But I also will say that it's important to get to the root Mm -hmm. of why you're experiencing the anxiety. Mm -hmm. What is at the core of that? Is it for some of my bachelors or bachelorettes who I date coach? Is it because of people they've dated in the past Mm -hmm. who have been unreliable Mm -hmm. or cheating on them or when they didn't know it and then they pulled the wool over their eyes so any person you would be in a new relationship with because you don't you have this lack of trust because you've that's what you've experienced is going to give you that anxiety or is it the fact that he doesn't share the same faith as you and he's trying to pressure or she is trying to pressure you to be physical when you're not ready for that Mm -hmm. there's many different causes of anxiety I want you, if you are going through this, to get to the root. Mm -hmm. And it's helpful to do that with a professional, with a date coach, relationship expert, or going to see a therapist who who is a trusted and respected person if they, it's also helpful if they share the same faith as you. So that's my, I think that, I think we handled that beautifully. Yeah. I think you're done. We're done with that one. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Last scenario. A guy is part of your friend group inviting you to group activities, but hasn't asked you out. Boy, bye, or strike one. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can This is so it. common. Yeah, this is very common. Especially in the Christian communities and in the Jewish communities. Mm. It's more common in, like, the religious group communities mm-hmm. because they all kind of, like, teeter on the edge and never, like, actually ask each other out <laughs> until they're, like, 100% certain that this is, you know... Yeah, it's it's pretty common. But I will say that in the beginning it's fine because you're still getting to know each other. But if it goes on for more than a few times and you've shown some indicators of interest, man or woman, I, I guess for men you just they have the power to 
the, to ask her yeah, out. Yeah, sorry and, guys, we're old school. We like yeah, gender roles here like, at Matchmakers exactly. in the City. We like it when men ask yeah. the women out. And we know from so many years that that's the best way. And all the men, just that's the best way for relationships. So for women, if the, if you're experiencing that, I, I would let it go maybe for two or, th- two or three times. But if, and I would do it up. When you're going to these places, mm-hmm. I would get all dolled up, yeah. wear makeup, full face of makeup, do your hair, wear something that you look beautiful in, wear a dress, yeah. wear something great. And yeah. so he can see you in your best, in your best And he can see forward. you in a light that isn't just friends. Right. Because sometimes right. it just takes that little black dress and nude heels to get out of the friends. No, I'm just kidding. That is probably the most sexist thing you could ever say. But it's true. Like, a guy, you know, if, if you're in the same friend group, that means that he he likes you and he sees you as a friend. Right. But you definitely, you know, getting out of that, you – I can't yeah. speak to that. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's – I think they have a good – they have great steps forward mm-hmm. to take this if this is you. And, yeah, mm-hmm. if it goes on for too long, though, and you've already shown tons of interest. And you need, as a then... woman, like, you can definitely flirt with the guy. Right, and show... And there are different ways, exactly, indicating interest and, you know, but definitely different flirting techniques, which we'll go into maybe in another episode. We can right. talk about flirting. Perfect. Um, and we also do date coaching on Flirting 101. Mm-hmm. So if you are totally at a loss of how to flirt, we can teach you. Or even just want to sharpen your tools. Yes, exactly. Even <laughs> the queens of flirtation need a brush up now and then okay next segment mansers even though you may think that mostly women listen to our podcast we actually have a ton of male listeners we wanted to make sure that their voices were heard so we are going to discuss a topic that men have brought to our attention this week Ooh, i'm excited yeah hi i've been dating a girl for two months almost three We have a great time, she's really sweet, bubbly, and has a lot of the qualities I'm looking for in a girlfriend and ultimately future wife. The only problem is that whenever we go out, everything, even the parking or I pay, I pay for everything. Okay. That's the biggest, that's the most important thing. Whenever we go out, I pay for everything. I see. (laughs) Sorry for my lack of vision. (laughs) She smiles and says, thank you, but I literally pay for everything, even the parking or the popcorn at the movie theater. I have a good job and make enough money where I can do this and it not be an issue, but I'm just confused and I'm feeling like it may be a red flag. I'm definitely a more traditional guy and while I don't mind, I feel like we've been going out long enough where there should be coming, there should be something coming from her end. Should I say something to her? And this is from Money Matters. Money Matters. <laughs> How clever. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. So we, I love the advice. I think that as I love that a man is asking this question because um, I think that it's really important for men to understand that she probably like is coming. If you've already been dating her for two months, almost three, it means that you have deemed this woman like a lovely woman like you said she's really sweet she's bubbly she seems really genuine it seems like you really like her and you've already kind of sussed out that she is a good person generally so the fact that she isn't paying for anything please don't take that as oh she's trying to take advantage of me or she's this or she's that Um, because it is really difficult for women um, to kind of understand what they should be 
paying for. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times also if a guy is more of that alpha male and if he is more like, we love this here. I mean, if he just like grabs a check, puts his card down, like that is the hottest thing ever. And women love that. So do not stop doing that. But she may think of it as like a cultural thing of like, oh, okay, he really like this is a part of his culture, especially with like the Persian community or the Armenian community or even like there are certain communities that this is like they, of course, they are taking care of everything. And it's almost offensive if a woman like tries to pay. But that said, so just know that most likely based on the fact that you have been dating her and we trust your judgment, she probably is coming from a good place and doesn't really understand like she doesn't really know what to do here um for so i um as for the man do not say something to her that will make her feel very um very bizarrely attacked this actually happened to me i remember a few boyfriends ago and um and i was just used to really traditional guys that just paid for, you know, they just would pay, of course, for everything. And we were dating for about, not exact, maybe two months, maybe, I don't know. It was very similar to this. Um, but, and then he said, yeah, there's just like one thing that I, like, you're amazing. I just, I just, one thing that I'm just like, I don't really know what to do and da da da. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, I just, like, I've paid for everything. And like, you don't offer. Or I did offer. That's no, the thing. You I was like, did. I was like, you, you, you're I not like that either. You would have, you would have done something here and there. I did, I did think that's there. why, yeah. He's, but, he no, no, no. delusional. No, no, delusional. <laughs> but I, but I think though that it, this is great advice though, because I've been on the receiving end of this and I've been confronted about right. it. And it's made me, honestly, like that was a huge reason why it didn't work out because mm-hmm. also the way that he confronted it was just bizarre. But, but I will also just say that for women, um, so I don't say anything. And at some point, she will, like, if she's inviting you to something, she will buy you the tickets. And if she doesn't, like, if she says, hey, you wanna go on vacation? And then says, awesome, can I have your credit card? That's a different story. Um, then, yes, that's a red flag. Yeah. Um, but if, if she's just a normal girl, you're right. normal, just let it play out. And she will, at some point, give you a present or buy you tickets to a concert or to see a show. Or she'll treat you to of something like she'll buy the popcorn at the movie theater or something so for the man just let it play out do not say anything and um just like let it happen and you also she's a traditional girl probably um for the women though i will say women we can learn from this um and i actually did learn even though that experience was a little jarring for me i did learn from it so in my other relationships since then and my relationship um, now I, I always like, if there are little things that I can do, I do mm-hmm. because, um, I love traditional men and I'm going like, I, you know, my current man is very traditional and he like, doesn't let me pay for anything, but it's, it's really nice when you can exactly get the popcorn at the movie theater. Or if you're inviting him to something to take care of that right. or to just exactly. be like, this is a present and like surprise him with like sometimes I'll have to be like this is a present and like I'm surprising you with the fact that I bought movie tickets or something because he would normally do that so I think that like those little things are really nice 
Um, that's what I would say to the women and to the men. But definitely, no, do not. If you want to, if you want it to end, then yeah, say something. But if you don't, just yeah, let and it the play thing out. Is, the person who asks pays. So if you're asking her on on elaborate dates, just tone it down a little bit. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea, Christina. Exactly. And if she asks you to something, yeah, she she needs to pay. She needs to. She should mm-hmm. exactly. If she's like, oh, want to go to see this hockey game. Then, like, yeah, she can buy the tickets. Mm-hmm. Okay, our final segment is catching up with the Contis. Yes, and we actually had a, a big Oh, my event gosh, a big Monday. Monday, we did the YCP panel. Young Catholic on, Professionals. Yes, that's what it is. On, I spoke on the panel, and it was on love, relationships, dating, and patience with all of this. <sighs> We, Christina did a phenomenal job. It thank was, you, uh, It was an inspired performance. Thank you. We'll be posting photos, and we, it was a red carpet event. Yes, it was red carpet. Yes. So, we had our red carpet. Yeah, and we had some pretty amazing people there. Yeah, pretty star-studded event. Yeah. A bit of a star-studded event. Mm-hmm. The young, young Hollywood Catholic Christian community <laughs> were there. The who's who of the young Hollywood Christian community <laughs> were in attendance. Yeah, it was honestly phenomenal. And that, yeah, one of my biggest takeaways was letting, um, just letting God romance your life. Mm-hmm. That's what Christina said. And letting people unfold for you, mm. which was really beautiful. And, like, allowing them to do that. And, yeah, I mean, catching up with me, like, uh, the biggest thing I can think of is solving. Mm-hmm. I was just in solving a nice romantic weekend of wine tasting and happiness um, and yeah, we have a lot. I have a big Australia trip coming up. Wedding. For yeah. a wedding. A big I have, royal going, Australian wedding. I'm going to a baby shower this weekend. Oh my gosh, and yes. I have the matchmaker birthday. A on former Sunday. bachelorette. Yeah, a former bachelorette's baby shower. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah, a, a, a matchmaker birthday on Sunday mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So that will be right in Hollywood. I don't know where it is. No, no, no. It's in. in it's in, I think, Woodland Hills. Oh, okay. So yeah. not, in, not yeah. in Hollywood. But yeah, so it will be really fun. But anyway, guys, um, we're going to sign off with you because we literally have a client meeting right now, or Christina does anyway. Um, but we're sending you guys the biggest hug, the biggest, just all the love. Um, and yeah, have a really fun rest of the month. And feel free to share it with your friends. Yeah. And like it. And if you disagree, just keep it to yourself. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Bye guys. See you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.